Hey guys, it's the Two Bees in a Pod podcast with Brayden and Brendan. Uh, welcome. Sit back, relax, grab like a snack or your favorite beverage, and listen to us just talk about random garbage. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you soon. And then it turned out that that sword was actually sharp enough that I didn't realize the toe was even missing until the next day. Welcome to Two Bees in a Pod. I'm Brayden. How much blood was it again? Well, it was enough that the sheets got soggy, and it turned out that it got through the mat. And, and that's another story for another day. Welcome to episode forty-six of the podcast. We're welcome, welcome you in. Happy to have you. I was wondering why you were so like loopy last uh, last episode. So that's that's good to know what the cause was. Well, and it turns out you can't just grab any bag from the uh, the blood cooler at the hospital. You have to have uh-huh. like matching types or some crap like that. But uh, anyway. That's not very fashionable. Hey, Brendan. Hi. Welcome it's me, by show. the way. It is yeah, you. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. And we're it's happy. Us. We're having a good time. We're ready yeah. to go. We watched, we watched a movie. A... We're going to talk yeah. about some stuff. We're going to answer some questions. We finally know about somebody else who has to deal with the unbearable weight of, of just raw talent. We watched a movie on an actor playing themselves in a movie that was actually decent. So we'll yeah. talk about that in a bit. But first, first, we got to kick this off right. We got to roll the dice, break the ice, and talk about whatever with the dice, dice of, of destiny. destiny. And today, the dice have dictated that our question is... Ooh, okay, Brendan. So our respective genies are back. Okay. And their genies are going to grant us one wish each as as they do. I'm here for it. What superpower are you wishing for? Out of all the superpowers. Out of all the superpowers. And for for the sake mm. of arguing, we're going to assume that the superpowers work like they do in the comics. So you can't be like, you're not going to be like, I picked Superman's strength. And I go, phew, you can't catch airplanes because you, your hands punch through the airplane. Like. They're gonna work like they do in the car in the comics. Just yeah, we're not. It's, also, it's not that kind of. Su- Superman clearly practices and stuff. Okay, so he knows how to he knows how to catch stuff without killing anybody. It's the Flash. No, no, it's I'm not catching. No, no, it's it's not it's not catching anybody without killing anybody. It's like uh. somebody pointed out that like you often see him stop an airplane with his strength, but oh, because yeah. you're using that all that strength in two tiny little pinpoints on the front of an airplane, he would just yeah, we just crunch puncture the hull. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a sharp point. Yeah. But we're not going to get into that conversation. That's a whole different podcast for people that know that stuff. Yeah, this isn't The Boys. No. Um, incidentally, good series. Guys, check it out. Uh, two. Uh, sorry, so just just a power, or a can power. we pick like a hero, and then that's their power set? Because not a uh, lot of heroes have one power. Like who? Well, I mean, Superman get... for one, and then like Spider Man no, technically has. No, like, we're gonna go with you get one. You get yeah, okay. one because otherwise you're just gonna pick somebody that can like. Yeah, have someone's cool. Have all the powers I want. Me. Yeah, exactly. You get Literally. One power. Literally, that is a that is a potential issue. Um, I would go. Okay, so if it has to be a single power, um, that uh, 
it I would I would go with um I would I would say I don't I don't want to go with like an obscure anime reference thing cuz okay. cuz there isn't there's an odd one uh that uh, that would be intriguing it's uh the ability to kill uh kill the ability to uh heal people which drastically different from the first thing That's i said very very uh, whole right. opposite one would argue. right right um no the ability to heal people uh by giving them a big old smooch which is from uh this the show my hero academia which is an anime about superheroes and in that show it's actually interesting because what happens is that Everybody has a quirk. It's like a five to ten percent of the population has no quirk, which is a power. Um, a lot of powers really inconsequential. Like I have the ability to make Vaseline come out of my pores, and that's like that's Ew. the that's the power, right? Um, the ability to make you really uncomfortable during a handshake. Uh, so now, like when you're kissing, when you have to kiss the person to heal them, are you kissing the location that needs? Yeah, you healing, kiss the boo boo. Just... You kiss the uh, boo boo, and then it, and then that it winds power. up. That power is icky. <laughs> somebody like somebody like shatters their foot you got to kiss their foot i'm not i'm not about that like some you, people you, are into feet homie not me you, you got you, but you have a no. bone sticking out of your shin i am you smoochy smoochy nope. to the boneroni sorry it's you want you don't you're, want you're you're going to you don't want kiss the on leg. a boner <laughs> nope you're going to lose the leg i'm yeah, sorry so that's so that's a the that's only mean, time you're gonna have like you have a headache I can fix that. Uh, yeah, yeah, the smoochy Rooney. To be fair, you can pick. You obviously lip. there you go. No, there you go. That's nothing about that. this conversation states that you have to be a hero if you have the power. You no, can just have the power. So there's no real like issue of being like, well, I'm not gonna like. I'm, I'm gonna help my. I'm gonna help my family out of my, my kid. Gets yeah, at the same time, is it's like I'd like to think that if I had a power, like a healing power, and I'm walking down the street. And somebody gets hit by a car and they land like their crumpled body lands in front of me. And I'm like, I have the power to heal this person. Meh. And just wander on with my day. Right. But the likelihood of somebody getting absolutely shellacked by a motor vehicle, you know, beside you. And that that's already a freak set of circumstances that occurs. This you is have to, true. Like, live in a city in order practical. to up the... I need a power that's practical. Not a... I think kissing well, boo-boo's guess... better is fairly practical. Yeah, but okay. in the grand... Okay. Like, I mean... I have healing powers already, so I don't have to kiss people for that. But anyway, you're not the <laughs> moot point. Um. Anyway, again, I, I brought it up because it was a very sort of obscure thing. Uh, and because like that that particular anime is considered a rather mainstream one, but that power by no means is uh is mainstream. The uh, what I would personally, what I would go with. Um, would be the ability to, uh, what was it? Um, there's a character called Darwin in the Marvel movies where your body automatically adapts, Mm -hmm. um, to whatever is currently happening to it in order to maintain survival. Um, I think that's cool. Not sure if I would personally go for it. Um, the I I it, you know my my standard go to is super healing, like Deadpool style super healing, mm-hmm. um like still able to feel pain, still able to all that other stuff you know it hurts like it hurts like a bastard to go ahead and like cut your hand, but it also heals up in like less than thirty seconds. So cutting down on band aids, cutting down on polysporin, and on top of that, you know, 
it's having having super heat and like that. I have eczema. So I'm just going to like I'll scratch myself for a sec and then all of a sudden I'm not itchy anymore. And then as opposed to like itchy all the time. See, the thing that I that I struggle with when it comes to things like super healing on the level of like Deadpool is eventually you're going to outlive everyone in your life. You'll outlive your kids, your grandkids, your great grandkids. And there's a theory that I saw online one time where they talked about the concept of time and immortality. And the theory is, is that we conceive time different as we age. So that's why where it's for kids, the passage of time is significantly slower, which is why they seem so impatient as adults. And as you get older, time seems to fly by is because we conceive it differently because a year when you're 60 percentage wise is far less than a year when you're five. Yeah. The ratio is way up. So if you're immortal, eventually centuries go by in the blink of an eye and you just like you talk about time flying now in your twenties and thirties. Imagine when you're 700 years old, how quick time just blasts past you to clarify on the Deadpool level of healing. It's just that Um, it's not like Wolverine where he has de-escalated aging Uh, in the comics for the most part. Deadpool can't die. That's why Deadpool. No, he he can. He can technically die of natural causes. He can't. No, he can't. Because that's why death death longs for him because she cannot have Death longed for him flat out because uh, Thanos wound up cursing him. He couldn't die because Thanos like cursed him. He he could uh, he had long bouts of uh, being dead while his body was being put back together. There was this one comic where he got punched by the Hulk in that same storyline so hard he got atomized into a bunch of itty 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 bits. Yeah, uh, still and healed he was from able that. To come back. Yeah. yeah, he still rested though. He had like a, it was like a weird vacation in his brain um or whatever because he was like he was dead for what was essentially like days so he was able to die from that but i mean i get it you know the whole like potentially immortal thing but i don't know i i'm i'm intrigued by it and uh yeah i would i would go with that i think it'd be kind of cool i have example the one i go um, back and and it's without question the the super when it comes to the question of like what superpower Without question, the one that I go to time and again, because it's ones that I find during the day would be like, that'd be just cool to have, is Magneto's power. What? You heard I heard a fatang. I heard a fatang. Message of some kind. Um is so popular. Apparently. It's hard work being so popular. Um but yeah, being (laughs) having Magneto's powers. The ability to manipulate metal on any degree we live in a modern society where quite literally there is there is metal everywhere you walk down the sidewalk and there's rebar in the concrete vehicles buildings just everywhere there's metal metal is an incredibly versatile like you know building supply so yeah 100 percent yeah oh my god even walking just walking Walking through the friggin uh, uh uh what's the name of the uh you, stationary while even walking down the stationary aisle you've got like Blue pencil sharpeners and and staples and all that other stuff mm-hmm. um 
Like it's yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I told I see you. I see you. Yeah. And even something like where we get that um the second uh X Men movie where he he that guy ends up with too much iron in his blood and he's able to oh pull yeah and he like sucks it out have, his pores yeah, and stuff. There is metal everywhere. You can walk around. You're finding it in veins in the ground that you're able to pull from and it's iron shavings on a beach yeah there's there are pipes under the ground there's just you walk around forget being a metal detective you just walk down the beach and you pull all the coins and stuff out and you're like i found all the treasure you you metal detecting losers you can go home i win i found all the treasure Yeah, I could, I could definitely. Yeah, no, I'm. I was like, I was just kind of pondering because, like, it's, um, because I'm trying to remember. Uh, man, I'm trying to remember if there was really like any drawback to what he does because, like, because he was a, uh, because he was originally portrayed as a villain. Um, the only ever like drawback, the only thing that anyone could ever really do against him, uh, was essentially just um using plastic or wood to defeat him like yeah. this one I, I remember one comic where it was uh this gene gray had teamed up with it was a nature controlling person and storm yeah. so like yeah. the lady was the, using like vines like, and that, stuff yeah and that's if i have yeah. no intentions of going to like the level of super villainy super villainy where i'm people are trying to develop a way to defeat me because i'm so evil it's like I'm gonna use those powers for good. I like. Don't We're gonna make wrong. him wear pants whether he likes it or not. No, my over my dead body. Like, <laughs> even something like you're helping to erect skyscrapers and things like that, or you know, jaws of life. Well, no, I could just peel the top of the car back. I don't. I guess your jaws of life nonsense. I, I guess a big thing that we have to take into account too is: Are we comfortable with the level of fame and potential government like eyeballiness? that will come from having a flashy power like that, you know? It's like, are you willing to put your family through that potential, you know, l- lack of anonymity? You know, because then, you, I, I then like we start to would, move. I like to think I would find a way to benefit from it financially. So then, yes, I would be okay with it. <laughs> I'm going to extort my it powers would be... for financial gain somehow. Yeah, as would I. I would love to join the WWE. <laughs> Have no physical <laughs> ramifications for the stuff that I would do, homie. Oh my god, I would. I would be on. I, I would be in like a, in a wrestling camp the night of finding uh, finding out I had powers. <laughs> there would be a drastic change in my career, homie. <laughs> Just out of the bar, winning bar bats. I bet you I could like. Jump off this building. It'll be totally fine. Crush a crush a car roof. Get up. Yeah. Entire crowd. Yeah. Dude with the car. Oh my god. No. My insurance. <laughs> it doesn't cover man crushing. Uh, don't worry, man. Hit me with the car. We'll we'll, we'll go ahead and say that it will we'll say it was my, my insurance, fault. My insurance doesn't cover act of God, but it was done by a man. Yeah. He's my God now. quick what's your instagram also insurance information oh my gosh well i would say that we've we've shattered the ice with brendan's immortal oh yeah we did 
Not immortal. Immortal face. Eternally repairable. Reportably immortalable ice face. Uh, So, moving right along. In speaking of the the, the blood loss last time, you you okay, homeschooler? (laughs) I'm doing great. We watched the movie. But we're gonna not gonna talk about the movie. But just more yet. importantly than that, we watched a man, a myth, a legend. Nicholas, Nick, is, is Mother Nick, Nick, F. Nick Cage. Yeah. So, or, or how did how did they put it? How did how how was it put exactly by uh, by superstar Nick Cage in the film? We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> this is this is a family show. Um, but we also came across, so in our, um, preparations for the episode, we came across a BuzzFeed quiz that a seven questions that is only a true Nicolas Cage fan. Claim the credit where it's due, homie. You know, you, you found it. It was you. It was all you. It was all you. It's a group effort. So only a true Nicolas Cage fan can get seven out of seven on this quiz. So we're going to go through this quiz and we're going to see how good we know our, our, the man, the myth, the legend of Nicolas Cage. And make sure you follow along. So we're gonna I'm gonna answer we'll read out the questions. You guys answer them at home. Let us know in the comments at the end. How did you do? How well do you know, Nicholas? Did you beat us? Let us know in the comments. Make sure you like and subscribe while you're down there so we can keep this ball rolling. But question the first. Let's kick this off right. So what year was Nick Cage born? Nineteen seventy eight. Nineteen fifty six. 1964 or 1972. So that's going to depend on how old he is. So well, we don't know how old, how old he is. Nick Cage. I don't know. I'm, okay, you want to start? Nope. He looks okay. He looks like he's. Damn, we have to also do. We have to contend with the fact that there's also makeup and crap in this movie. So like trying to remember like how he looked, we may be betrayed. Uh, like, by I want to think um, like, he's got to be pushing in his 60s. He's got to be 60. Like, Minimum it's a 60. healthy 60. Like, I'm not saying that because he like, yeah. looks like he's 60. But like, come on, my mom's yeah. in her 60s. And comparatively, it's it's the same. Like, yeah. So like, like he doesn't look old. You know, no. he looks older, but he, he doesn't look old. He looks so... like the 60s of today. Yeah. Like, if this was back in the 90s, you know, oh, he looks like he's 60. That looks like he's 90 today. But, yeah, exactly. Because the whole like you know the sixty is the new is the new forty. Yeah, as they as they say, I don't know who they is, but is, they say it. Sixty four is screaming at me. Yeah, I'm thinking nineteen sixty four because that would put him around like the the sixty year the sixty year old age range. Because fifty six, he's mid sixties, and I don't think that feels right. And then seventy two would put him like fifty five, fifty six. So I think sixty four is a safe bet. I'm going. I think. I yeah. Let's do sixty four. Sixty four. Correct. We did it. Yeah. We are glorious. Sherlock Hodgson started in nineteen sixty four. Excuse me. You next up. Ready? Ready? No. Don't die. It's just air. It's fine. (laughs) Just choking on air. I got too much of it. I got so excited. No, you're leaking. You're leaking, Brayden. Okay, now we're getting into this is crap. Which Nick? Oh, I know this one. Famous, which famous director 
is Nick Cage's uncle. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, I think I know this one offhand. I'm fairly certain it's Francis. The answers Coppola. are the options are we got Martin Scorsese, Francis Ford Coppola, Tim Burton, and Steven Spielberg. I'd put dollars to donuts that it's not Tim Burton. That's I, I like that just seems wrong. They seem like they're the same age if Tim if not Tim Burton's like younger than Nick Cage. Yeah. I'm fairly Although certain I guess it's Coppola. Technically speaking, you could have an uncle younger than you, but I still don't think it's Tim Burton. No, I'm 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 a hundred percent certain that it is Coppola. I've heard Coppola used plenty of times in like regards to Nick Cage. I know it's not Spiel, Spielberg. Scorsese is the closest because he's also Italian, but I was tossed no, I'm, between Scorsese. I'm pretty sure it's Coppola. Coppola. Let's no, go it's, Coppola. it's Coppola. He's he's Good he's town. worked with Scorsese, but he wanted yeah. he, he's family with Coppola. Yeah, see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Francis Ford Coppola. Cage isn't the last name that Nick was born with. <gasps> the scandal. Yeah. Yeah, he was know, born right? into the Coppola family, which goes yep. way back. He acts like a cage, but he's Hollywood. not truly a cage. All right. What year did Nick Cage win his first golden statue? So this doesn't even tell us what golden statue. It's not telling us if it's an Oscar, if it's Golden Globe, or what are the other I mean, ones are. I, I can't... Okay, what's a really famous, like, the f- most famous, like, I'm gonna say, I don't know, 90s would be when he really, st- really he really got... Yeah, yeah, it would have been the 90s. But it could be one oh, of yeah, those yeah, things, it, but it 90, could very 92, well be... 92, 96. But it could be one of those things where, like, Brad Pitt, where he didn't get recognized for like way too long and people are like where's his award yeah. like he got nominated well, yeah, for a lot his, but always fell short his uh that his, would get us. okay his i guess we should, we should read the answers like spiking we, we need to read on. the answers for the folks at home so the answer options 1996 2001 1990 or 1992 96 um, is talking to me yeah, 96 is talking to me. That's That would be a year after Leaving Las Vegas came out, and I remember that being a very, like, that was a very good Nick Cage movie. It was it was a very artsy-fartsy movie that would yeah. warrant somebody to give it's, him an it's, award. It's very, very Academy bait, but it had excellent writing. I really enjoyed that film, and I would, I I'm would say, I'm going to go 96. Yeah, pretty, pretty sure he won something for Leaving Las Vegas. I'm taking 96. Pow! Yeah. Yes! Okay. Uh, okay. No. So, oh, yeah. The voters agreed that there was a certain Jonas Cage about his performance in '95, in the nineteen in a 1995 film. So in 1996, he took home his first golden movie oh, trophy. Nice. Yeah, it doesn't even cool. say what it is. I'm pretty sure it would have been an Academy Award, yeah. or maybe an Oscar. Oh, I know. This is, I remember now. Here we go. Now we're Uh-oh. getting into the really deep, deep dive questions. What food did a naked home intruder eat at the foot of Mr. Cage's bed? Oh, uh, my pizza, God. Italian sub, a fudge pop or bagel and cream cheese. So you're the you're the more uh, nuanced method actor out of the two of us. So I'm going to defer to uh, your ability to really get I into eat? the mind because uh, one of, would assume of a psychopath, right? So without like, what knowing would, anything what of this story, my you? first thought is that this is telling me, like, Nick Cage is sleeping at the time. 
Because why else are you going to be standing at the foot of a bed, naked, eating food, unless you're, like, watching him sleep? Which well, dude, dude's, a, dude's a full-on home intruder, so, like, yeah. I'm, I'm fairly certain uh, we, we know what he was doing. It's just by the grace of God the dude wasn't masturbating at the time. This would I'm be a very not, different... I'm stuck between... Mm, I'm stuck between the pizza and the fudge pop. Yeah, I feel I feel like pizza either for ease of access, but the fudge, fudge pop, pop for, the fudge pop for the level of like ease of access that like you found one in the freezer. But it also goes with like just the creepy level of eating a popsicle while he's naked. I want to I think in pizza. I think yeah, I'm okay. gonna go pizza. let's go. Let's go pizza. pizza. Yeah, let's do pizza. Pizza. Nope. It was the fudge pop. Damn it. Damn it. And yep. So it sounds like a made up story, but for Nick Cage, this is all too terrifying. He woke up at two in the morning to find a naked man in a leather jacket. Then he's not naked. He has a leather jacket on. I need I to mean, look up this story. He's he's naked within. I guess, but he's still wearing clothes. That's like saying Winnie the Pooh is naked because he doesn't have pants on. Wearing a crop top. He's naked from the naked from the waist down. Yeah, but that's not what they said. Mm. Moving on. How many grandkids does Nick Cage have? One, four, three, or two? Did how many kids does he have? Grand I don't know. Doesn't he have was like one to, kid? I was meaning to look that up during the movie because again again, like we're jumping ahead, but uh. He, he has a daughter in this movie, so I wanted yeah. to see if he had like a daughter in real life. Well, he he does. Up. He he got married to a younger Asian woman, um, and I'm pretty sure they have a kid. But yeah, they they definitely have a kid. But I don't know if I don't even know. I don't even know if he has a grandkid, let alone multiple. Well, he must because the answers are one, four, three, and two. And so would Buzzfeed lie to us? Like, come on. It would seem like counterproductive for them to make a quiz yeah. and be like, ha ha, just kidding. It's not that. Um, Who was he married to before? I don't know. That's uh, something that those tabloid magazines would cover that I don't give a crap about. That's fair. Or Wikipedia to be like, double fair. Um, I want to say two. Yeah, say two. two. Feels good. Just, two two's a good round number. Two's a good round number. Pow. Nope, it's four. Holy cow. Wow. He's got four wow. grandkids. Oh, he's got three kids. Oh, oh that would that would explain that. Yeah, because, okay, he has his youngest with his current wife, and then he's got, huh. Okay. Well, Rico, Rico is... Shibata is his most recent wife. That's an yeah. awesome name. Right? Now, this is telling about Nick Cage. I what love Shibata, shape, What shape is the tomb that he bought? So he's what? already prepaid his tomb. Damn. What shape is it? Is it a rectangle, a square, a cylinder, or a pyramid? Okay, what shape screams Nicolas Cage to us? The first is the real one question. is pyramid. Yeah. But that almost seems too Nick Cage. That's, that, that's like national treasure, Nick Cage. You know what I mean? Like, that's... Yeah. Um, cylinder doesn't... Make, well, now it's... The, well, it's, it's Hollywood. It's the tomb. It's the tomb. It's not a tombstone. Yeah. So he could have bought a cylinder because you can get those ones that like they put you in a cylinder and you turn into a tree. Mm hmm. That seems Nick Cagey. 
Mm. Pyramid almost seems like one that they put in because it seems so Nick Cagey. Yeah, but at the same time, do we go with our gut? When, you know, how how often have, have our guts in, in these quizzes done us wrong? This is true. So I, I'm going to, like, do we want to split our answer? Sure, I'm feeling to cover cover ground. I'm gonna think. I'm gonna say pyramid. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with our gun on this one. Three, two, one, go! Damn it! It was the pyramid. Oh! (sighs) Once again, gotta stop second guessing yourself, homie. It seems like Nick Cage plans on being just as fabulous in the afterlife as he is now, as he bought Mm -hmm. a pyramid mausoleum in a famed New Orleans graveyard. Damn! I I want to know how big it's gonna be. I'm going to look that up. Uno momento while you read the next question. Moving on to in January 2000, what was stolen from Nick Cage's home? Uh, I'm betting a fudge pop, but the answers are a watch, watches, sorry, comic mm-hmm. books, family photo, or underwear. Okay, so we both know what, what, what uh, probably, underwear. It underwear probably is. Underwear is what's screaming to me. Although yeah, the guy that was, he, he did he was naked, maybe he stole the underwear because he needed it. Was there a separate naked incident where like I someone broke know. into Nick Cage's house? Like I don't. Wait, let me go how, back. To how the... often do people break into Nick Cage's house? Oh, side note, I found the tomb. Uh, nine feet tall. Okay, so that's not that big. Yeah, that's a reasonably it's, it's a sized tomb. Pyramid tomb. Yeah, I mean it's, it's going to be grandy grander than anything in the probably the surrounding area but it's not that extreme Mm -hmm. pretty extreme all right i want to go underwear is just screaming at me i you know what i feel like splitting our answer again because this is how many questions are left this is like one or two uh, i think this is the last one oh shit okay uh, I think I okay. Splitting splitting our answer allowed us to still be half right. So I'm gonna say we split our answer again okay. and try to eke out a couple of half points on uh, another half point in this quiz to offset the failure that we had earlier. And what are you feeling in for that other half? Uh, so you said on you're saying underwear. I'm saying underwear. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go lesson. Uh, I'm gonna go uh like a bit more dark, and I'm gonna say family photos. That was the other one that I was kind of stuck between. So uh, three, that's... two, one, go. No, it was comic books. Ah, utter failure. Uh, I got three out of seven. Oh, we're not true fans. And yet I still scored better than 49% of all other quiz takers. Hey, you know what? You know, you take you take into the count that we got a half point. Yeah, thanks to that's, thanks to the clutch uh, save there. True. Yeah. So three, three and a half. That's fifty percent, baby. We did it. Let us know. Let us know down below. How did you do? Did you beat us? What was your results? Mm-hmm. Are you a true we're fan? Gonna take a, we're going to take a quick break and reevaluate our cage lives, and we're going to be right back to talk about a movie that we watched. So yeah, the unbearable weight of massive talent, Nicholas Cage movie. So go get your fudge pops. Be right back. <laughs> 
Greetings, mortals. My name is Promotatron, and I have snuck on to the 2Bs podcast to remind you to subscribe to the Capuana Companions TikTok and Instagram pages, and also the B-Grim Gaming Twitch channel. <laughs> they'll never realize I'm here promoting their things, and they'll never be the wiser. <laughs> This we can't use any of this really because who the hell's gonna animate any of whatever the hell we're talking about? <laughs> we should probably do a quick mini topic and then Naked use that as friends our on the D and D chat. That works. We're back, everybody. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> we watched a movie. Yeah, I hope your break was good. Awesome Ours was unique. Yeah. Um, we have weird friends. I hope you guys do too. Yep. Let us know about your weird friends down in the comments. What's something weird that they did? Mm-hmm. This is just like it's just like glancing back at the chat. I'm just like it's just still going. Like this is. Yep. I'm, I'm really I had to, happy I had to, that I, I had to turn my Bluetooth off so that it's not a constant ding. More yeah. so than it already was at the beginning of the episode. For I've our, got a our I've got a face trying to figure out what is going on to blow up the chats so badly. I've got a Facebook uh, a Facebook app that like alerts me when I'm getting like notifications and stuff. And there's just like a teeny tiny we little all have sixteen. They're just called apps. What? You said you have a, 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 an app that alerts you when you have notifications. Like, no, yeah, no, no, that's... on my on my desktop. Oh, because I don't because I don't I, I recently downloaded it because I forgot I don't read chat. So like I so like I'll, every now and again, I'll notice like little red numbers on the bottom right hand of right hand corner of my screen. And I'll be like, what's this thing? Oh, it's my Facebook. And then I'll go check it. <laughs> Blowing so. the F up. So, yeah. we watched The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Yep. A wonderful movie from twin, from last year, 2022, yeah. starring I, I the, remember impeccable, the impeccable sorry, the, Nick uh, Cage. Starring, so it's Nicolas Cage. Pedro Pascal. Just yep. got to get it out there. Pedro I'm going to say it. I'll say it out right loud this, this time. So nobody says anything untoward of an excellent actor. So we've got Nick Cage playing <laughs> Nicholas Cage playing Nick, Nick Cage, Cage as yep. Nick. Uh, what is this full thing? Nicholas Kim Cage. Yeah. So this is another movie, much like last week, where we've got an actor who plays themselves, yep. gets into a wacky situation. Yep. Action occurs. Yep. And then you find out it's turned into a movie at the end of the movie. Spoilers. Yep. But this was done significantly oh, better. Leaps and bounds and then that weird TV show they turned into a movie. Yes. I was pleasantly surprised. I gotta go get another bag of blood from the hospital. Hold on. I was pleasantly surprised that go. Neil Patrick Harris made an appearance in this movie as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was completely out of nowhere. But he, as per uh, usual, fit right in. Yeah. yeah. I don't. There's rarely. I, I find that there's rarely an instant where Neil Patrick Harris appearing in a film is jarring and takes me out of it. Like the closest would have been Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. But it's just Neil Patrick Harris playing the comic book version of Neil Patrick Harris. So, yeah. like, even then, it's not even that weird. So, <laughs> yeah. No, 
no, it, it's uh, this this movie was definitely memorable. Um, I did like how, and again, this came out last year. I do like to avoid spoilers, but they did a really clever thing where the characters are looking to make a movie, like they're looking to write a movie, and the movie that they are talking about it has the exact same beats as the movie that we see as the audience. So it's a very like, it, it, it was a nice bit of foreshadowing. They tell you exactly what's going to happen in the film, but they frame it in such a way that it's an LSD drug trip. So yeah. the, well, uh, nice because like, as side note, that's my, that, that drug trip uh, for me, by the way, is actually up there with like, uh, 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 uh something in loathing in Las Vegas, whatever the name fear of and loathing. was. Yeah. Fear and loathing. Love, love that book, by the way. Excellent book. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the, yeah, the chase, the chase scene leading to the emotional wall climb. Yep, like, exactly. And then him just peeking around the corner and such a good well, gag, right? such a good gag. Yeah. Oh, my God. you have to leave me. Leave me, Nick Cage. <laughs> leave me. You, or you will die too. I can't leave you. Ah! 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 Yes. <laughs> I love uh, I I love how this movie also goes from like partially grounded in reality, and then like the like some stuff happens, action scenes occur, and we're right back to like '90s Hollywood, uh, like infinite ammo ammunition magazines and in, in guns yeah. and stuff like that, and like the crazy car stunt that didn't kill anybody this time. Yes. At least they, as far as we know at the end of the film. But yeah, it's uh this this movie was cool. Um his uh his wife and daughter were played surprisingly well. because uh, there would have there could have been a very uh there, there's always that risk when you have a teenager character in a film that they're insufferable. So yeah. they did a really good job this time around with the typecasting. Uh the young lady that played his daughter did an excellent like who, by the way, looks a lot like uh, Daisy, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, the person who plays Ray from Star Wars. I get her face reminds me of Daisy Ridley, I think is her name. Um, yeah, I could see that. Right? Like, it's the teeth, I think. It's the teeth and then the face and the structure of the nose. I think that's what that, that's why it reminds me. Um, so when I eventually I rewrite the Star Wars sequels out of spite and get famous in Hollywood, I will be probably casting her as Ray. Um, anywho. Uh, <laughs> Uh, did I tell you that I rewrote those films out of just pure anger? Like, did I, did I tell yeah, you mentioned that? it. You mentioned it on yeah. you were in the yeah. doing that. No, they're done now. <laughs> Maybe we I, should set, uh, a, set a Patreon account, and then the, yeah, the Patreon yeah. subscribers can listen to us reading your script yeah. as like a in, radio, as a radio in, show or something. Incidentally. Uh, I would actually love that. Don't get me wrong for a second. I would love that. I'd friggin' put it on YouTube. Um, I actually, I didn't write Force, rewrite, uh, Force Awakens, actually. It occurs to me now. Um, I just rewrote, uh, The Last Jedi and, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, Rise of Skywalker. Anyway, sorry, that's not what we're talking about. Uh, incidentally, I, uh, started writing a sequel to from paris with love that has both travolta and nick cage in it so ah. at least in mind so that's uh i think that's uh that, that'd be an interesting uh take on that you know it'd be cool if nick cage got into it and so you guys let us know legends. do you, you want to hear netflix Brendan's script 
If you, you want to hear this read as like radio shows, you let us know in the comments. We'll set up a Patreon account or something. Yeah. And we'll get that we'll do, done. A, we'll do a Bonus whole cast content. and everything. It'll be fun. Yeah, I got I got plenty of actor buddies and a few a few voice actor buddies. So who knows? We'll make we'll that see, happen. We'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, back to the movie that we did actually watch so far. Right. Uh, yeah, no, Nick, uh, Nick, this, this film, I really enjoyed Pedro Pascal as the super fan. Yeah. Um, which he actually does... it begs, it does beg the question. Um, if you are, if you were like Nick Cage's super fan, you think about like all of the stuff Nick Cage has done, right? Film wise, what would be your personal piece of memorabilia that would be sitting in like your house? For me, it would be the fake Nick Cage face from <laughs> Face Off. <laughs> 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 which incidentally sounds creepy but i don't care so <laughs> i would have to say or as first nick, that one, nick that cage nick cage memorabilia it would probably be like either the jacket or like the old man's shoes from sorcerer's apprentice oh yeah I really like Sorcerer's yeah. Apprentice and just that, his whole that whole that is vibe one of those movie. underrated films for me right? too. Like I, it, I feel like that. it was a lot better than people give it credit for. A hundred percent. That's why like, my that wife movie and I go had back to watch that one time. Yeah, again. that that movie absolutely had like trilogy chops. Like a hundred percent could have it could have been like a, a, a if they, if people gave it more of a chance. I think. I think the reason that it didn't do so well, because it was in that string of like Percy Jackson came out and the vampire's uh, assistant came out and like in that, in that string of like supernatural apprentice movies. Um, you know what I mean? And yeah. then like Harry Potter was still going strong. So it got, of course, it just compared kind of washed Harry up Potter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Uh, I would love to see Nick Cage uh, in a similar fashion play uh like play a series of films uh in the uh, as harry dresden from the dresden files which is like a he's like a magical detective and he oh, does okay. uh, yeah he uses like sorcerer powers and stuff and he's like kind of excommunicated from like the magic world because he uses his abilities like sort of in the open but he frames it as like oh i'm like a mystic and stuff and like oh you shouldn't take me seriously to the regular public but like he's very ac very much an actual wizard um kind of like laying low in chicago so he's like a hard-boiled detective and you get that sort of like crime drama feel and on the flip side he's also able to cast spells and like blow people like blow monsters up with like fireballs and stuff so like it's a very interesting read it's a really good series hmm. and there's there's even a limited run tv show that came out um so i feel like that deserves a revival netflix i'll write it you see mm -hmm. me netflix i'm looking at you right now uh, <laughs> you know our geo we just want we just want what we always want yeah recognition and money <laughs> <laughs> same thing we always want you know <laughs> money give money, us money i didn't money. know okay so this is something that raining it like, in <laughs> I, I love in this movie the 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 level of weight that Paddington Two has. Oh, on I know. So I've yeah. not watched. I've seen. I have Paddington I've One. It. I've yep. not watched Paddington Two. It's good. It's I think good. it may. This after watching this, it warrants us watching Paddington Two for next week's episode because the yeah. universe needs me to watch it because oh, I have seen a podcast that I listen to 
talking in high regard to Paddington 2. It's very good. This movie talking about it. And recently, a string of TikToks where everybody's talking about it's like one of the greatest movies ever. So that needs to happen so that I can, you know, listen just to, to the sort of do it, do what we ju- do. Just to sort of temper the internet a bit because there is a tendency to be like on TikTok, this is the greatest thing ever. Look how awesome it is. Uh, it's a very, very good film. But I had to go in with no expectations because I constantly expect sequels to be cash grabs. So, um, so I, I, I have trained my brain finally after a good, like 15 years to not jump on the hype train for a sequel. Uh, incidentally, one of the biggest reasons that I've had to train my brain to do this was because of Pacific Rim two, uh, because I despise that film and what it, uh, what it, uh, what, what they did to Guillermo del Toro's baby, uh, they could actually die in a fire for what they did to that movie. <laughs> Uh, especially since they had an awesome opportunity to have the son of Stacker Pentecost go ahead and team up with, you know, the adoptive daughter of, uh, the adoptive daughter of Stacker Pentecost, but no, let's blow her up at the start of the film. Okay. I'm getting angry again. Let's just move on. Moving right along. Yeah. Padding, uh, padding two, uh, very good film. Excellent sequel. Uh, incidentally, uh, you don't actually have to watch the first film when watching Paddington 2, because for once, uh, they didn't really have to, like, you don't really, it, it feels like it's, like, much like the storybooks, a standalone adventure. So, like, it's yeah. very much a, like, it's well, good to watch it. the like, first one. Paddington so. is a bear. Like, what do yeah. we, there's no lore You're damn to right set up. He is. You are he, damn right he's a bear. He got sent from, uh, is it Kalamazoo or something? From sure. Like, his, his aunt a sent place. him there. Yeah, a land of marmalade and honey. I don't know. <laughs> his, his aunt writes to him all the time. He writes back to her. Yep. That's all you need to know. Aunt, like Aunt Lucy, it, I think is the. Sounds about right. It's been a while. Been a minute. But anyway, yeah, yeah that's you can look forward to that. It'll be next week. So if you watch along with us, and then you can come and listen to us talk about <clears throat> Paddington Two. But in the meantime, we were happy to have you here. We were so glad you came in and listened. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share the podcast with your friends, your families, people you love, people you don't like. Let's get mm-hmm, this spread mm-hmm. out so that you can we can share this positive energy all across the land. Get it into all the ears that need it. Oh yeah, let's do it. Let's get let's get it done. Let's use the power of teamwork and love. That's effing teamwork. That's it. The context of that song does not work for the family friendly uh, environment you want to set. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the after show. It gets a little blue. Oh no. Dabba-dee, dabba-die. <laughs> dee dabba don't please. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Uh, that's it. I'm getting naked and sucking on a popsicle. <laughs> on that note, following the following the, the following the vibe of our our friend uh, chat we're gonna go take off our clothes and eat some fudge pops yeah, but not Nick Cage's bed. a little bit of wisdom remember there's nothing quite as calming as sitting in front of a roaring bonfire while you watch the evidence burn good night everybody hey guys it's brendan I just want to thank you so much for listening in, and just to let you all know that we record at 9.30 MST on Riverside every Wednesday. And please, if you'll join us, like, share, subscribe. It'd mean the world to us. All right. Thank you so much. Bye.